0: I never told no one that. My whole life I've been holding back. Every time I load my gun up so I can shoot for the star. I hear a voice like... You know what? I've never asked you guys, do you like the new changes? Do you like me teeing up the guests? I've been doing it, I don't know, four, five, six, seven episodes in. Do you like the new changes? Or should we go back to the old format? DM me, text me, fax me, Morse code me. Well... This week's guest, it took her two years to come on my show. Was it because she was snubbing me? No, it's because a very busy woman, an entrepreneur, a business coach, a podcast guest, a person of interest, a family woman, a strong woman, a mom. I met her literally two years ago at the 10X conference, 10X Growth Con, GC, Uncle G, Grant Cardone. The way to get further ahead, to add rocket fuel, you need to go to these business conferences. You need to be in bigger rooms. Quit having the ego tell you, I can't go to these rooms because I won't be the wisest. I won't be the wealthiest. You know what? You have to go way past your comfort zone. That's where the magic happens. That's where success lies in here. This is. There is an upcoming conference. Yes, I work for Patrick Bet-David now, Valuetainment. But Patrick Bet-David's Super Bowl, the Vault conference is happening very soon, Labor Day weekend. Let the others drink. Let the others partake while you take action. You take action on a personal level. You take action on a business level. It's at the Diplomat Hotel, August 31st through September third, and it's going to be an amazing conference. It's Business 101. Patrick Bet David is on stage 90% of this event discussing business strategies that you can implement today. And there, this is not a motivational conference. There's no motivational speakers because if you're in this room, you don't need the motivation. You are already on a different level. Hey, DM me, Pat fax me. Send me a Morse code. Do whatever. Call me. There's still tickets available. Ask yourself better questions. Ask yourself, how greater can I be? The possibilities are endless, but you have to believe in yourself. Love yourself. Ask yourself better questions. Ask yourself, what if it did work? And here, honored to have my friend, Dolce Honda come to mind when I start
1: thinking bold. like why you chasing dreams? aren't you getting kind of I knew I needed help I had no self-confidence
0: All right everybody another day another dollar another episode of my favorite podcast my own podcast. I'm honored to have a guest. I've been trying to get her to be a guest for like about two years but she's so infamous it's hard to get a hold of her the the one the only don't check on this. she's an entrepreneur and consultant, committed to supporting women in their journey to transform their businesses and lives. With an early start in Fortune 500 corporations, she now structures enterprises, committed to the highest quality of customer care and financial success. Dolce has served as a board member and advisor of multiple corporations. She has a bachelor's degree in accounting and an MBA graduate from Georgetown University. She now resides in Florida with her family. Well, welcome. Welcome.
1: Thank you so much, Omar. So excited to be here. I was the one chasing you for two years, but that's another side of the story.
0: <laughs> <laughs> no, I was. I had to show you that I actually had a podcast. You probably thought, you know, <laughs> I, I, I didn't. And But no, I, I'm honored because you know my, my mission is to show Hispanics and fellow Latinos that, you know, surprisingly we met, believe it or not, at 10X. We're one of the only Latinos there, maybe like six other, a couple of thousand. And I mean, you saw that. That's that's one of the things that I always want. I always want to see us on stage. I always want us to see at these masterminds, at, at these events, and you know, just to expand our minds. So welcome.
1: Thank you so much. I love the work that you you're doing. And yes, we met probably two years two years ago in this conference with Grant Cardone and and you know, I didn't realize that you have a podcast. So when you told me about it, I got your book. I was uh, getting more familiar with the work that you do. And I'm, dro- I'm so grateful, Omar, for the work that you do to support Latinos in this country because there is not that many people doing that. So thank you for for putting the and providing the platform so we can speak up and, and and tell the community the resources that we have out there.
0: Well, you're helping out two minorities, women who. Believe it or not, there's always that stereotype that, oh, women aren't leaders, entrepreneurs, business, business businesses for men. 20 years ago, 25 years ago, when I first started going to the world of personal business development, it was rare to see women. But now it's great to see that more and more women, especially more Latinas, or you want to call it Latinx or we're Latinos, More, more Latinos, Latin women now.
1: I had the privilege to start working with women in different settings many years ago. Actually, I was everything happened in a kind of like organic way because um, I started it happened in church. I was starting going to this Christian church, and then we have this Bible study, and then these women start reaching out to me for like praying, counseling, and asking questions about you know this part of the Bible and stuff. So it gave me the opportunity to actually be working with women and identify the needs of so many women out there. So talking about the business part, I I have many friends, women friends asking me like, how do you do this? And how do you do that? I like, have this situation. And really this consulting project started very organically, Omar. It was something that it really grew from, from a passion to really seriously. I know that all the consultants or coaches say the same thing, but I, I don't consider myself a coach. I'm more like in the consulting because what I work more is into the business side of the things. But I really find very rewarding in my heart whenever I I help a woman to transform their mindset, their business, their finances. And as you know, the way that we do one thing is the way that we do everything. So when we start making changes on the business and putting every priorities in order, the organization and the right mindset and the right processes and the right delegation, other areas of their lives start coming into the right place. And then it's affecting everything, not just the business and finances, but it's affecting their personal life, their health, their relationships. So it's very rewarding to be quite honest.
0: So this all you were working for corporate America you're going to church and then they're go like, help us out. Now the, the one thing that I, I do want to say is that's that's powerful too in the sense a lot of churches aren't into the prosperity side of the Joel Osteen, the Stephen Furt, the T.D. Jakes, because there's two sides. Some say that's good, some say that's bad. So clearly your church wanted to see people. To me, God wants us to succeed, wants us to thrive. I don't think God's like, I'm glad all these people are living paycheck to paycheck.
1: Yeah, well, this is like very profound topic. So I was working in corporate America. I was working for Halliburton and then I worked for a Canadian company have great experience. But then I decided to launch my first business. And about that time is when I was going to this church. And the word I was doing with the women was more about their personal lives, you know, their uh, questions about having life, about them, themselves, their relationship with God, their children, etc. But I think God and um, is, is not opposed to us to be wealthy. And as you know, wealth has nothing to do with just money. That's one side of it. But I think that whenever we're really wealthy, it's about the quality of life that we have. It's not just the amount of zeros in our checkbook. It's about our the quality of our relationships, the quality of our spiritual health as well. You know, where body, where mind, we spirit. And I think when we take care of all of that in a uh I don't wanna, I don't know if the right word will be balanced, but in a in a in a in a good way to put our priorities in order, then then were are then very wealthy, you know. So it was not working with these women about money or business, it was actually working more in the spiritual path. But when talking to them, something I noticed that is probably very, very sad is that many of these women were in really bad relationships, Omar because they were scared to lose the only financial support that they had for their children. So they were willing to be in a relationship with, they were like humiliated, whether it was physically or mentally abused, just for the sake of not being able to do something on their own. They were scared. So one thing I found kind of like a call for me is to teach women how to be able to become good entrepreneurs without compromising their their personal life you know their priorities their relationship their children so in a way that they can build their companies and pursue their dreams without having to deal with guiltiness that we we women moms entrepreneurs usually deal with you know there's a there's a big sense of guiltiness you know like i'll leave my kids behind i i went through that myself as well so i wanted to provide these women with educational resources so they can decide they can have the freedom to decide what kind of life they want to live they're in a relationship because it's a fulfilling relationship not because they are have to tolerate something for the sake of money you know and and to me the freedom of choose whether you're a man you're a woman the freedom to choose the life that we want to live to me it's absolutely priceless I mean like there is nothing better than to have the freedom of choice the freedom of choice
0: we we were meant God created us to thrive. God created us to live our own true purpose and we were meant for so much more. And a relationship, one yes, mind, body, spirit, you need to love yourself, be happy with yourself and not feel trapped. Because no matter what, if you're with somebody and you're like, Oh my gosh, especially if you feel like you're a second, a third class citizen, or if you're a slave and you're only there because there's no other option. You're fearful that you can't provide for your children. Then there's no way. One, you feel dead inside, but you feel like you have no no worth. So so then you just started teaching them about loving themselves.
1: So was it first personal development? and You, you started helping? Not even that? I never teach them about loving themselves. The first thing I was doing in church, it was everything to do with counseling and the Bible. I mean, what the Bible says about this and what the Bible says about that. So that has nothing to do with business. But then some of these women start asking me questions about like, okay, how do I start a business? Or I wanted to have I have this business idea. What do you think? And it was just more like a friendship, you know, kind of like, like asking me as friends. I was nobody's counselor, coach, or anything on business. And, I start teaching them, like giving them my opinion, like, okay, you know, like you should check into this or you should check into that, or maybe you want to consider this and that. And then one of my friends asked me to help her in some major issue that she has in her company. And I was a little bit reluctant at the beginning, but she was like very persistent, like, please, please help me. So I did help her and I discovered something I didn't know that I was gonna enjoy so much, which she was like helping somebody transport their companies. So it was in one particular department in her company, but that caused a very good boomerang effect in other departments of the company. So she recommended me with somebody else. And then within the Tony Robbins environment, I have friends from other countries like reaching out to me, like, can you help me in this and that? So I started doing consulting one-on-one. Of course, I had my own company, right? So I couldn't take really that many clients. I was taking one, two, maximum three clients per year. And that was, how I was doing it. And then Last year I stopped because I was reaching, I was launching another project and I was reaching out to all these people, saying, like, you know what, I need to transfer you to another consultant because I cannot do like do this one-on-one anymore. And one of them told me, like, why well, don't you do some sort of like mastermind that you can get different clients at the same time? And I'm, I used to be very personalized, right? Very one-on-one, this, your, your specific needs and a specific company. And then it got me like, it took me like a year, Omar, to really like consider how can I structure it in order to don't be just one recording there are many programs out there nothing wrong with that absolutely nothing wrong with that about recording different topics and providing i think that is very valuable because then we have the flexibility to listen whenever we want to listen but i wanted to also have the programs where i am very is me talking to them like it's very we women are a different type of Maybe we have different types of needs. We need that personal touch, that personal care. So I designed this program to be able to to be myself. I don't have a lot of coaches. This is still a very small company where I take personal care of each one of them. So we have masterminds, we have memberships, we have retreats, but in all of them, we have life Webinars where it's me talking to them, and we are building a community because I think women sometimes we fall into maybe a silly competition among each other, and when we discover the power of community and supporting each other, then everybody wins. We win as entrepreneurs, society wins, everybody's happier, you know, when we are really helping each other, and that's beautiful to at the sense of belonging, where we are like. We are part of this community. We're part of this tribe, and we can speak topics that the other people understand because we face similar challenges as women in business. You know, no,
0: completely. But the the one thing that I, I take from you is you're in service. You want to see people win. There's a lot. There's a lot of famous business coaches, consultants, gurus, whatever that they want to call themselves, and all they do. They want to get paid. They do. They talk great. They don't care. It's a win lose. If I, if I win, well, if the guru wins, even better. If the other person wins, it doesn't matter. They chase people like if they're checking accounts, and that's it. They're not living to serve you. Just talking to you about, and I know you personally. You want to see people win. you when you were teaching. In guiding women at your church, there was never like, oh, I, I wonder if I can start charging five thousand dollars.
1: Oh God, no! <laughs>
0: Everybody- <laughs> no but, you, but but you know what I'm talking about. You've been. In this- I do, I do. Yeah. yeah, there's plenty of people that they they wear a mask. These gurus, these coaches, these famous people it sales you're like oh my gosh that guy is so amazing that guy wants to see me win let me give him as much money as possible and it's an act they're a fraud they take off the mask and they're even worse than the
1: person that they that needs help you know it's so interesting because i i consider myself very good on business i have different companies i felt horrible in many of them I have lost it all I have built it up again so I overall I consider myself good on business but in this particular company the consulting when I released the, the programs I was giving away for free to all my friends because it's like wow well, you know I was like kind of pitching right oh I have this this mastermind and this and this. like but like you know what, don't worry about it. I cannot give you a coupon for 100% you know, free because I just wanted to give it away. I mean, sometimes it's even harder for me to like charge. And I understand the blessing of the exchange of energy and the transaction. But but just Omar, when I when I work with when one of the girls and I see their life transform, I think I am making an impact on generations because it's not just their business. They become better moms. They start having a relationship with their children without the stress. I know what is to be a stress out mom. My mom, poor, poor, poor woman, I mean, she was stressed out most of her life because of finances. So sometimes she didn't have the patience. If, like somebody dropped something on the table, they were like, eh. because she was not in a same mode, right? And, and, and I, my mom is an amazing, loving woman, but there were moments in, in my childhood. I remember that she was just in a bad mood all the time. And there were periods, you know, when I had my children and I went through my divorce and I almost, one of my companies almost went bankruptcy. I was not in a happy place. So I was in a really bad mood all the time, in the per- permanent state of, I just, don't want to live anymore. Like I'd rather die, you know, because I was so stressed out. I was so unhappy. I was so miserable. So I know what happened. And I remember like me as a child with my mom and I was like, oh, shoot, I need to change this because there is no way of living. And I knew how it was affecting my children. So I started working, of course, in myself. I reached out to the source of the source of all energy that is God. And it changed my whole life and it changed the way that I did life and business. So I know that when I teach these women to improve their businesses, but also to control their emotions, to the concept that we hear so many times, right? It's not what happens to you, it's how you react to it. And and I teach them all of this and they become better moms or they become better partners. I mean, better wives. And they understand that husband is first, then is children, then is business. Because if we put it, like children first, then the husband, then the business, or so business first, uh, everything is falling apart because there is an order for everything, right? I cannot put like the shoes, or I, I don't know what example to put to be. No, no, I, I get, well, for starters, when you say that, but, but this, this happens with
0: a lot of people is when you put your children first, they're going to grow up. We, we only have our, our children for a short amount of time, then yeah. they become adults, and then they leave, and then. That, that's But when you say, yes, you're changing generations, because think about it. you're empowering a woman. She's showing her daughter. She's showing her son what a strong woman is, what a strong entrepreneurial woman, what a strong leader is. If, you know, after generation, if the mom, the grandpa, the grandma, the great, you know, you change the trajectory of the family. The family now is empowered. The the family now knows how to be a leader. The family knows how to be an entrepreneur. So the one thing that you have on your website, I had to laugh because that, that's one of the things that I always say is, do you want to own a business or does the business own you?
1: Oh, yes. I I started my first business with so many dreams and hopes and ideas, how it's going to be like my life. It was going to be amazing. Right. And at the beginning, it was kind of like that. I, I was, I was, I have one of the most dangerous problems entrepreneur can have, which is I became successful too fast, too soon. Omar, My checkbook grew faster than my mindset or my wisdom. So I made a lot of bad mistakes. So I I felt in some point in my life I have to do a lot. I didn't know the concept of delegation. I'm type A personality, so I'm a control freak. And I wanted to do everything myself because I do it better than everybody, right? That was my my silly mindset back then. And I have to do many things and I ended up being more exhausted working harder than anyone in my company because like working hard is the solution which you know is not but we we think that that's what we're supposed to do to be successful in life and then I was chained to the desk so my dream of being an entrepreneur to be financially successful and in the moment that there were a lot of money I was happy but I was still chained to the desk you know I had to miss vacations I had to meet Parties and everything because I was always in the office. And I remember one person told me, I didn't even know who Tony Robbins was. I was like, have no idea. Right. So one person told me like, Oh, do you know, there is this guy, Tony Robbins, and there is this event that's happening. In, I don't know where like, I probably Florida. And, and I was like, how many days it is? I he like, Oh, it's like three days. And I think it was like UPW or something. And I was, like, Oh my God. No, I cannot. No, I cannot go. I'm like, why? He's like, I cannot leave my office for three days. I. Like, things were going to fall apart. You know, so we become slaves in our own dreams. And when I understood the concept of how I'm supposed to work, one of my biggest achievements, Omar, has been to be able to run my business from anywhere. The fact that I live in Miami and my companies are in Texas and all my employees are in Texas, achievement. Uh the companies are thriving, the companies are moving, the patients are taking care of, the clients are being taken care of. And I don't need to be physically in Texas to be able to take care of the business. I can take care of the business I am.
0: Talk about transformation from a person that had to do everything. You had to. you couldn't outsource anything. You had to have the whole company thumb to move a thousand away. From your company that that's that's major growth that's that's major trust that's major knowing that you created a company an organization where yes what you're doing right now that that's that's what an entrepreneur is a person that does everything and can't take a vacation you entrepreneur you're you're a slave and you don't even own a you bought your job and now the is you
1: Correct. And, and, and I was chained to the desk, even though I have a full staff. I have like a lot of employees and still things were like falling apart if I was not, because I had my employees dependent of my say and my approval on everything. And when I got it, I was like, I need to teach my staff to become independent, to be able to be, uh, secure and confident to make decisions themselves to some level. Of course, there are other decisions they need to check on me. But uh, they run the operations, the day-to-day operations. I have managers, I have directors, I have people. And I can be here in beautiful Miami and, you know, enjoying this amazing weather and view. And my staff is is doing what they know they need to do. They don't need like to be checking with me every little thing because they have been empowered to make decisions. They have been trained to know how to make those decisions. And there are things that happen here and there, of course. There's nothing, no such, there's such a thing as a perfection, but for the most part, we are uh, being able to establish the processes. So I I know what is happening in my companies all the time, Omar, that's another thing. No, because I move here and I put managers there, I'm oblivious. I didn't abandon uh the companies I had been delegating, not allocating the uh in the sense of management. So I know what is happening in the company all the time, but I have created a reporting system when I know everything that happens. Because the other mistake sometimes that we make is that will the baby the company, in somebody else's hands. And then the baby starts, you know, like getting sick financially and then people start stealing money or like, because you're just like, trust too much. I mean, there is a level of trust and there is a level of delegation, but there is also a level of supervision that we need to make. And there are ways to supervise in a very practical process where we don't have to spend hours supervising, but we have to be on top of what is going on.
0: Now, Miami is that where you wanted at your dream to one day I mean, I I grew up in Miami so it's not like I, I don't see it as Hawaii <laughs> was that on your bucket list to one day move to South Florida?
1: Never. Never thought of moving to Miami. Never even considered coming to vacations to Miami. It happened really for one of those that life happens. Right? I, mean, I I have a lot of friends um and sometimes they invite me to parties and they invite me to like this, somebody's birthday. So I was coming here lately. I went probably more often, no, and, and just being here, being with the people and the, the warmness of here, um, it, it was intoxicating in a good way. Right. So I decided to like, you know what, let's give it a try. I was very happy in Austin. I used to live in Austin, Texas and I love Austin, but you know, life happens, and I decide to try Miami for a year. And are so good.
0: So good. Now, you you make living in South Florida just a little bit better, don't you?
1: <laughs> I, yeah, I love it. And, and, you know, it's just it's just because when, um you know, you move sometimes to a city, you're the new kid in town, right? You're like the new person, and you're like, oh, no, I just moved here. When did you move? Like three months ago and and remember when i moved to miami i was like so proud to be the new kid in town so i was like going to a restaurant or something and like oh yeah i just moved here last week and they're like oh i just moved here yesterday so there's like so many people coming here from
0: all over the world all over the world yes believe it or not when pe- people are shocked when they're like oh where are you from miami no no where where'd you move from i'm like Miami. You're actually from the Miami. I'm actually from Miami, born in Miami. Yeah, it, it wasn't always this way. It was very growing up. Miami was was very small. It was very not, nothing. It wasn't the original city. Uh, it became that overnight. But so like, were, were, your, were your employees. Your team must have been shocked, though, right? Or they they took it in stride when you were like, okay. No, I'm I don't leaving, think... but I trust you guys.
1: No, I don't think that they were shut because I did a transition in a very smooth way. So first, I started working more from home. Uh, some of my companies are in South Texas. So then I moved to Austin, which is still in Texas, but it's not in the state. It, it,
0: I've, I've, been, I, I I've never to been to Austin, city. but even Dallas to Houston is, is a drive, that four so, hours.
1: From from South to to Austin, it was probably four hours drive. So I was close, but not too close. I was not like being able to go to the office every day anymore, but I was around. So any any emergency, I can just drive and be there in a few hours. right? And I was there in Austin for a few years. So when I came to Miami, for me it was like, she's not in the office anyway, right? So it was not, I mean, if I could go and live in Italy, it will be probably the same for them because they are used to don't see me physically in the office other than Zoom phone calls.
0: Well you could you could live in Rome. Your your name is Italian and more of Spanish.
1: Well for my for my mom's side.
0: Yes, the, I know, I know. It's a joke. My
1: mom's side is Mexican. I'm like I was born in Mexico, so I like I like to I have tequila.
0: You know that MX. So here here's my question. I wanted to ask this. So women, and how about if like, but what about my husband? He's my, we want to open up a business together. We need, I need you to coach. What way that?
1: It is just women because it's more like a call than a business, Omar. I really feel a like um, whenever I have men reaching out to see, and take them, uh, you know, as a client, I I recommend other coaches or other consultants, depending what do they want. Do they want the business side, consulting company? Do they want more like a life coach? I know a lot of amazing coaches like you, for example, that I can refer ah. people to. I- well, I don't really work with men. And now when a woman is like, well, you know what, my husband... And I. Uh, are you going to be doing a business together? I work with her on the responsibility she's going to have in the company because usually this, for example, there is this doctor who, he's the doctor, but she runs the office. So mm-hmm. I work with her on the management of the clinic but I don't work with him on how to be a good doctor or a bad doctor or a so-so doc. Like, I don't work like how his schedule should be or if he needs to work in the hospital versus the clinic. I don't go into that part. I go in the part with her, which is managing the clinic and managing the staff. So I usually work with women only for the responsibilities that they have in the uh, But no, I don't take couples. <laughs> no I couples. I have for women.
0: But, but the women, Everything, the sales, uh, entrepreneur, uh, it, it, all the above, right?
1: Well, yeah, and they wanted to share the information with the husband, of course, by all means. And if I do in the mastermind and they're in the Zoom call and they're in front of the camera, but the husband is like in the chair next like next to them, like, that's fine. I mean, like I'm not going to be forbidding like, men to show up to the mastermind either right next to the wife. Or next to the mom, or whatever it is, but I don't do interaction directly with them because I feel that my 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 call is. Uh, women. Well,
0: your your call is your your niche. You you know what you're great at uh, because you're successful. Usually, people live in scarcity, and they're like, "Oh, I'm going to be a coach. What type of coach are you? Uh, business development. I'm going to be personal development. I'm going to be a love coach. I'm going to be the divorce coach, the man code coach." it does you can't be everything just pick one thing and be very good at it. it trust me i would with all my clients it's not that i'm exclusive for men but all my clients ex- except for friends i'm i'm like you I, I don't can't charge friends even to this day it's always been uh you know a hundred percent discount like the zig ziglar the, the positive energy like what you said the more to help and if you do it out of the kindness of your heart it all goes back to you
1: correct and I, there is um there is a blessing on everything that we do if we do it with the right heart uh, there is this thing we call karma right so whenever we do it with the right heart it's gonna bring good karma to us and if not it's gonna bring bad karma to us and everything at the end of the day the results are what counts. If you are a consultant or a coach or a doctor or a counselor and the results on the people you take care of or the clients that you have are visual, are there, are evident, then you're going to get more clients or more patients, or whatever it is. But if the results are not there, well, you're going to have bad reviews and then it's not going to. Lie.
0: True. You have a point. But,
1: also,
0: like, you know, the way to get better is by changing your energy, by changing your vibration, by snap. Right. Uh, women and men, especially our age, well, gone well, out of life. I want a person that's a noble. I want somebody like Mother Teresa. I want, you know, they have all these, you know, heists, but it's like, well, is this you too? Because the reason why you're not attracting that is because i you. And, you know, that that's something that people, you see, you probably thought we weren't going to be talking about energy and, and, and vibration, but, you know, if you want, be one. Quit quit asking and demanding God, the universe, if that's not what you want. Right. Uh,
1: there is a say that goes that likes, attracts, likes, and it's absolutely true. Absolutely true. I mean, is, um the first. Like I was hearing about energy to me that was like, "hmm that sounds spooky and and I, I was a very curious person so I started reading about it trying to because I had never like the concept of energy and vibration have like t- I was totally oblivious oh my it's so oblivious. I was blessed and I guess I have a high energy vibration just by God's grace and mercy it was not station I was I, I, there is something I did little you're gonna laugh. But when I was little, I was probably like 14 years old. Yeah, probably 14 years old. And I was in this church, right, in Mexico. They're very religious. But for whatever reason, that day the pastor talked about writing your prayers. And he didn't call it gold writing, right? So he's like, well, you can pray to God like this, like verbally, but you can also write your prayers. And just whatever you write, God is going to answer. I don't know why he talked about that because he was like super and I remember going home that day and I started writing my goals and I started writing my goals. A few days, probably a few weeks later, I found a book um from I don't know if remember this books from the 80s from Ogmandino. Like, yes.
0: The great uh, the greatest salesman that
1: Greatest one? salesman and the greatest miracle and the greatest and I started I have a passion for reading books. Since I was little, because so I was very shy, I was very nerdy, so I was not like very like I was not in high school or middle school going to all these parties. I was just really like just reading books in my house. So I started reading by these books, and then I got a Six Sigler book, and then got a book from um, Carnegie, and it was really a season when I was a teenager that transformed my way of thinking. It was fascinating because I didn't have any grown up as some role model in my life. None. None.
0: But but, you know, was,
1: huh?
0: but but you just said you didn't know anything about personal development. You you're just like you know, og bandy all people were are, are like the, the I didn't know moms. it was
1: called that. I didn't know it was called a personal development. To me it's just like I said with Mandino, So I found this story so fascinating. You know like the stories about Secure and, and like all these things that he wrote, it was like personal development, but it was like story. Mm-hmm. And I love them. And then I got Six Siglar. I have no idea who was Six Siglar, but I just, for whatever reason, I think that God and the universe provides you with the resources when you're ready. When you have the hunger, the outcome, even if you don't ask for it. I didn't ask for anything in that regard, Omar, but I was ready, I guess. And I was at the like it was super young. And I started reading all these books and I, I guess it changed my way of in life and that make an impact in my whole life. So I, I encourage all these women to talk to their children and help them to read these books because it's really whatever we are not telling them as parents or even if we tell them, but the kids don't listen because they, they are teenagers. So, you know, whatever, they don't listen to everybody, but but, but mom or dad, uh, the book, I tell them and, and it really changed me. But. Going back to the topic of energy, I didn't know that like personal development exists or high vibration energy or anything like that. I guess I just have it because of the books or whatever. Mm-hmm. And I always wrote goals, Omar, always. I didn't know what's goal writing. I wrote my goals for like one year, five years, 10 years. <laughs> and I was so young, but I had my goals. And it was fading how throughout the time, forgot about it, throughout mm-hmm. everything I wrote happened, everything everything and i was not writing every day i was not writing every year it was just like one day i decided to write my goals and i just leave it right i was not thinking about it. i was not obsessed about making it happen i just did it and i was not doing any particular powerful technique but i believe i trust and that's like of you know this uh methodologies because now as a grown-up i have read so many books about gold writing and everybody has a different technique and they're all good that the the secret is not what is the right technique i think the secret is why you want that why do you want it why are you like, on self-benefit like do i want more clients because i want to make more else or i want to make more clients because i want to make an impact on more do you know, like, I one think- would
0: be the superficial answer. Everybody usually sticks with the superficial. I want lions because I want a, a new car, a new uh, eyes. But when you dig deeper, because if you keep on asking yourself that question, even a person that thinks that's all they want, but eventually, if they go deep down into it and they have a strong enough why and a real must like that you and I want to, you, I, you and I have had a profound effect by zigzag and the help other people be nervous. Correct. Ultimately that will win. Now people quit because if it's superficial or they don't deep enough, why do you want to lose weight? I, I want to see my grandchildren. I want to see my kids get married. I want to be, that's a strong enough. If somebody's like, ah, oh, because you know summer is coming and I want to look good, they're gonna fail because you know that's just that's superficial. That's that that's not a big enough why. That's not like, oh my gosh, you know, if I look good, then then my my children will be empowered. If if you're just saying, oh, I just want to look good, yeah, that's why people fail. You know, that's why people. You know, goals, oh, it's almost January. It's time to sign up for a gym because I want to look good. I want to, I better. You hear from people, right? I'm sure a client, a prospect, because they're not a client yet, this lot. When you ask them I'm out of life, I do better. That's not cool.
1: Correct. Correct. I, when I used to do the one on one consulting, we have an intake form where the, the prospect has to fill out probably about 21 pages of different questions so I can understand. And then we have with them, with her, to go through the initial interview. And I think it's a mutual interview. It's not just me interviewing her. She also needs to interview me to see that I am the right fit. And, and it is fascinating how sometimes wrote is not exactly what they verbally tell you. Because sometimes when we write, we feel that we are in a test, an exam. We have to answer but when we are in that conversation in an environment that it looks more relaxing and more inviting to be able to open up and be truthful, they when the real us in a life. And, and I don't do that anymore in the sense that I don't have one-on-one clients anymore. I just don't have the time anymore. Now, when we do the mastermind or when we are doing the membership, we don't go through a scrutiny process because it's a different type of program. But whenever we do the retreats, the business retreats, and that's when we spend like dinner and lunch and dinner with the people. And we are like really there in the same uh, uh, the, the same house or in the same property 24 hours for like two, three days. And you get to know the person. Sometimes they think that the problem is this. But when you interact with them, the problem is somewhere else. Maybe the problem is, for example, there is a client, right? The problem she that at the this, like, you know, my company is not growing. Financial is not, is not going well, blah, blah, blah. But the problem was that when she was a child, she was told and is evil. So she has that in the background on her head like blocking her from from be able to have a mindset of abundance and prosperity because somehow they told uh i mentioned to you because i was with him
0: um and i talk about him I, you know I, I i'm a graduate of master university i i tell people he changed my life i so yeah you can plug away you can promote i, 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 I- Go ahead. I've
1: had so many great teachers. It hasn't really been just Tony. I'm very grateful with Tony, but but I have been blessed to have so many people, brand names and no brand names, who had taught me so much, Omar. But one of the concepts where I was able to understand even myself, I was in a conference with Tony, and he said that sometimes we set up the thermostat. I don't want to be below here financially, but I don't want to be up here financially. And when I hear like, oh... That's why I become a millionaire and then I lose. And then I go back up again and then no. Because anxiously, not like I'm putting, I don't want to be more a millionaire of this level, right? I'm not really saying or writing it, but subconsciously I am mentally blocking myself, or putting myself a limit, you know? So I understood with this client that the problem is not, the business is not thriving, it's that she needs to switch her concept of money. You know, because it was not in the right, it was not aligned with whatever she wanted to happen to whatever her energy was happening. So one of the things that were different in the consulting is that we don't just work on the concept of business and the concept of reporting and delegation and communication and leadership and funding. But we also work with the energy of the patient, the the client, I'm sorry, energy of the business. There is like some vibration in the company that sometimes there are employees who are like the bad apples, and they are bringing down the vibration in the company. So the company cannot move forward because there is some some weight holding them back.
0: Well, people, it's it's fear of of firing people. Don't you? A leader doesn't. Well, a leader will do this. You have to get rid, if not the one or two bad people. Because it becomes a starts spreading, company. It, the, your great employee, like, well, that person is doing the bad work. Why do I have to do it? He's getting paid this, or and then pretty soon, one or two bad employees become a bunch of bad or And then the employees are like, "Oh, they don't, they don't respect the." He didn't get rid of that guy. You can do whatever. You can come in late. You can steal. You can do. And then it comes from. A thriving business with culture, winning organization, cancerous one that think they deserve entitled company. The sales starts decelerating. Customer service goes out the window. People start saying, from being empowered, like you empowered your team to, oh, that's God. God. That's not my that that's for, that's what happens when you have a bad boss." Well, it clearly it's a bad boss all the way down to having bad employees.
1: And it is times, as Kit Coney have said, right? You need to hire slow and fire fast. And sometimes we are not willing to fire some people because we're afraid that the company is going to offer. And then we became um, kidnapped by our employees. And I think that when they're the world gonna be, uh, uh, it has to be a win-win-win, right? Company, the company wins, and you as a business owner wing But if they're not losing, it's not gonna be a blessing. So I no, know. I
0: agree. How, um, I, I I wish I did that every time with the hiring and firing process. What would happen is I would keep the bad people around because I didn't want to be the bad guy. It would eventually leave, and sales would go down. Because they infected me. and then you you come from a place of hiring in desperation, and what happens is instead of hiring great, people, what you do is you you grab a mirror and then you put it in his nose, the the person interviewing. You see if they breathe, breathe. You hire them, and it's the wrong person. You, you're just out of fear of oh my gosh, I need somebody, I need someone to be the only imp-. and then you you finally stop you put your foot down and you, you have your standards and you don't lower your standard higher from above and, and you train from above. And if the people don't want these new standards, you let them go. There's 8 billion people in this world. I'm, I'm sure there's plenty that to work for any company, the right company.
1: Correct. And I feel that when you are in vibration, people is attracted to you to work for you. I mean, it's affecting your relationship, but not just your romantic relationships. Also, your relationship happen with the community, and and the, whole, the right people comes to you mm-hmm. because if they find a way to get to you. The energy is just there. But whenever there is a bad energy vibration, what well, you're repealing, you right? are like you're like put well, way even if you don't want to.
0: So, you have master. Now, are
1: these through Zooms? The mastermind is one call every month. The mastermind is every month uh, as a group. Then we have a one-on-one call uh, individually with one of the members when they can ask particular questions that they have that they have about their business or something that they don't want to ex- do expose on the group or they or something happen in between and they wanna to talk to me. So we have the one-on-one calls, and of course they can always email me with whatever they need. And then we have the membership, which is like super affordable, Omar. I make it so inexpensive. So the small business owner, women that are doing um, a different type of uh, like job, they want to move into entrepreneurship, but they don't know what what to do or can afford it. And that's also a monthly uh, Zoom call. The difference, the mastermind is 90 minutes plus one private call with me plus access to me via email and the membership is only 1 45 minutes uh video call once a month and of course they are part of the community and everybody's a different community and then we have the retreat the business retreats i there's like yoga retreats and the spiritual retreats and wellness retreats so why not do a business retreat? We're gonna do a, a makeover. Let's do it in our finances, right? So and it's gonna be able to afford the other treatments that we need to do. So we are very excited about those because we we really uh, spend time together and it's very life changing. I, I really invite people to try them out. And the other thing Omar is that because of my background, we're doing it in English and we have other events in Spanish. So my my, my tell are not just. Hispanic uh, background people or Latino people. Like I work a lot with people from, actually from the Middle East, from Europe, from America, and in English. Of course, it's <laughs> in both languages.
0: You know, like like what I told you over the phone. That's that's great because somebody. Yes, I'm Latino. I'm Hispanic. I, I can communicate and have a conversation in Spanish. I can't give a speech in Spanish. Mm-hmm. I, I can't teach business in Spanish. I can't teach personal development in Spanish. And when people Spanish podcasters send me hey, to have you on, I'm like, yeah. Oh, you know, I can't. I can't do it. So, congratulations in that. You know that that's that's an amazing tool, and especially women. And you know the the uh, Latinas are out there. We're, we're Latinos in general. Or the fastest growing segment in the United States. So,
1: trying to improve my Italian, Omar. So hopefully soon we start doing seminars in Italian if needed. I don't think people speaking, but other than Italians, but um, but yeah, it's it's one of my dreams, of course.
0: Well, you know, you're you're pretty soon you're going to be like the Pope, multiple three, four, five, six languages. Look, look at that. that. That's something. Yeah. How many per, how many co- business coaches can you you name? I I can't name anybody else that that can speak multiple languages, and now here you're wanting to speak a third, a fourth, a fifth. Congratulations! Right. Why not? So, is it like a set time, or can you know, like some some people have these cycles of twelve twelve weeks on or off? Or let let's say I'm a, I'm okay. I recognize that these days. Oh. So, we, I'm on order, <laughs> and I I need help. I need a business coach. I need you. Can I sign up? Just next mastermind. I'm there.
1: We have the webinar calls for board members, of the the membership, and the masterminds at the end of the month, so they can sign up. Any, any month that they want and they can cancel anytime. I mean, like a monthly membership for the membership and it's a monthly membership for the, for the mastermind. But we have, I I actually, I think I put in the, on the website, like if you have commitment issues, don't worry. We can cancel at any time because at the same time, I want to make sure that I bring value to them and I am not the solution for everybody. Even there are women on business who might some of the information I teach and provide. I might not be the right fit because I am not, I'm very caring Omar, but I am not a person who's going to go like, oh, for you, you are them, for you. And so women want that. And, and I'm not going to give them that. I'm going to give them a wake up call say like, hey, okay. So I was talking to a client and they, like, she was very devastated because her husband was cheating on her. I mean, I teach business, right? But they tell me this. And she was like, so I let her, you know, bring out whatever she needed to talk about. Like she was really devastated. So when I was a little bit more calm, I asked her like, tell me part of responsibility you have in this situation. And she was like, no, he cheated on me. I didn't cheat on him. Okay, so what did you do or did not do as a wife that you think might have been encouraging him to look somewhere else and so i am not the kind of consultant that is gonna be like oh my god yeah he's a monster for you like me take all the money away from him like i'm not i am not and i think i also put on my website i have a commitment to your success not to your feelings not a person who's gonna try to um I can provide empathy, empathy, but sympathy, maybe not.
0: And empathy is one thing, but people want being victim. People want others to feel sorry for them. And what you did was you cold water on her because, and the evolved, you have to accountability, extreme shit, right. accept everything is to blame. Because if not, then where, where, where do you like? Okay for her then okay well it's not my fault at all okay then when is when does it become your fault when the moment of life changes when you're like why did this happen what did I own this this is my mistake and yes in any relationship it you know you'll hear people oh yeah him 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 or her 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 no it takes two people to end a relationship it takes two people to grow a relationship look
1: at look at that
0: about relationships <laughs>
1: yeah and, and and i'm not saying that it was her fault okay like those, no 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 you're not but you're like, saying there are, it takes two to tango right yes. so it has to be like accountability on both sides and sometimes people when i work with women some people say like oh yeah you're a feminist it's like well the concept of fem- fem- being feminist is so misunderstood nowadays and misused so I'm a big fan of women, yes, but I'm a big fan of men. To me, men are amazing heroes. And sometimes we are in their way, amazing men they can become. And I, I have a son, right? So it's my responsibility as a woman to model to myself what kind of woman he needs to expect to marry. You know, like what is, the, what is the balance and how he needs to not demand respect earn that respect, but at the same pe- the same time to don't allow anyone, men, women, to be disrespectful to him. Because respect is a big deal, right? And, and it, I think it's a big deal for men to feel respected as much as it's a big deal for us women to feel safe. So I think there is sometimes my clients need that, but sometimes they need like a cold bucket of water in their head. It's like, wake up, honey. You know, there's something that you can do about it. And- fix it it's not no it's not too late so it, and, and i back again omar i am a business consultant i'm not a life coach but it's impossible to separate sometimes one or the other because we are humans and our business our personal life is going to be affecting our business life always we start putting one to the right place everything becomes to be better Your everything is moving to the right direction
0: well Dolce, I know you I know how to social media talk you. I I, I have your cell phone. I, I know how to hire you. Well, if my name was Omada, <laughs> not Omar. But but tell 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 the audience we find you. We find you on social media because I you you do post amazing content. And also how do we how do we join well how do women find you and Join the
1: mastermind. Please find me is through my website just because there are going to be the link to Facebook, the link to Instagram, link to LinkedIn and TikTok. Mm-hmm. So the website is crownfirm.com. Crown, like the crown of the kings and queens. And firm, because it's it's a company, right? It's not a coach. It's for consulting. So crownfirm.com. And please find me. Maybe you can put it on your on your. Uh, lines
0: below the guess. Of, of course, no, I was gonna not I, I was gonna put a different company. I, I was gonna look up some of your competitors and, and have them for them. Of of course. This, this is the one question I have to ask. Okay, I could talk to you for hours. According to you, I don't talk. That's what you said at at, at 10x. So no, what I I was sick. <laughs> uh, and it was that yeah, the, the, we weren't wearing masks. I didn't want one people to think that I, I had the Rona, but two, I was sick. I felt like shit, and we're 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 there for like twelve hours a day. I know. I know. Pitched every 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 five minutes on. You, I need to buy something else to to cure something. So <laughs> What would you tell a woman right now? She's fearful. She's just online. She hasn't taken any action. What would you have this woman to? Give you a call to a website to do anything to take any action
1: well, I think that the best thing I can tell any woman that's gone through anything in life is there is a way out there is a way out of that fear, there is a way out of that financial problem of that situation you feel so desperate and frustrated about it. There is always a way out, and whether they choose to work with me or they choose to work with somebody else please work with somebody. Like we all need accountability. We all need the support. It's impossible to make all the mistakes ourselves. It's too expensive and too painful. And we won't have enough time in this lifetime to be able to make all the mistakes to learn. The lessons we need to learn. So it's better to reach out for help. And if I get the opportunity to serve them, amazing. But if not, there are amazing people out there. Reach out to them. But just remember that there is always a
0: there's always a way, and if I was a woman, name was Almada or whatever. I, I, I truly mean this. I've I've seen plenty of coaches, especially men and mentors, gurus. I, I would definitely hire you. You you are you are the real deal. You you are in service. You are an amazing woman, strong woman, and you're you're an inspiration. You're a great role model to not only. Latinas, Latinos, but women in general and people in general. You your your energy, your vibration is you're an amazing person. Thank you. Thank you for being with me. It only took two years, but thank you.
1: <laughs> thank you for the opportunity to reach out to your audience. And I really hope and pray that these words, this interview goes to the right people for the peanuts to hit it. You never know who's gonna who's going to be needing to hear this information. And by all means, what if it...
0: Exactly. and Hey, thank you. And you you are a star. I love you. I love your movement. And you're an amazing woman. Let's change. Let's make positive change in this world. Thank you. can make the choice to never listen to that negative voice no more. The hardest prison to escape is our own mind. I was trapped inside that prison door for a long time. To make it happen, you gotta take action. Just imagine what if it did
1: work.